Welcome to the Morning After Podcast, a Freedom Center Church podcast. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Morning After Podcast. Pastor Josh here with you as always this morning with Pastor Jim. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. So two weeks in a row, we're finally getting a little yeah. bit of a, <laughs> a streak here. This is our second week in a row. Um, how's just how's life going right now? You know, I, I spent yesterday morning with our uh, our general superintendent of the Assemblies of God. He and you know a bunch of people, but I, I was asked that over and over and over again. How's it going? How's it going? It is good to say that it's going really well. That yeah. there's to use uh, the surfing analogy, you're, you can paddle all day long looking for a wave. You can surf a wave or you can get killed by a wave. Like, yeah. I just feel like I'm surfing a wave and I'm, I've right. lived long enough to know that waves come and go, but I yep. enjoy them. You know, when you're on yeah. one, like, like dig it. So I'm, I'm really having fun. Right. Yeah. I think we, uh, we just got numbers yesterday. We were kind of talking about it in the staff, um, debrief that we do on Mondays. And, uh, we found out we had like those two huge snowstorms yeah, snow and yeah. yeah. And our average attendance compared to last year was almost identical when we didn't have two huge right. snowstorms on Sundays. Yeah. So I'm completely with you. I kind of agree that we are on just a wave right now yeah. and to enjoy it while it lasts for however yeah. long it lasts. <laughs> if it's 15 years, if it's 15 days, however long yeah. it is. I think, you think part of that's it. Thursday night, like we had the snowmageddons or whatever, but they yeah. had Thursday nights that were, were good. I, it's a really different dynamic, but yeah. I, I really, I, if you're like, hey, Sunday morning and Thursday night are identical, it's like they're really not. No, it's 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 very special though. It's I think yeah, different. I think we have a small group of people that are finding Thursday night to be their service. I've yeah. had several people tell me Thursday night is my service, Sunday morning is my ministry. Right, where right, I'm right. coming to Thursday night service to get fed, right, and then on Sunday. I'm coming to invest in people. I might not even sit in a service. I might go serve in a ministry right. and then go home. Um, but yeah, it's a different crowd. We'll see this week. We're supposed to get a lot of snow Wednesday oh, night really? and Thursday. <laughs> I believe it's like four to six inches right now, Wednesday oh. night into Thursday to like 5 p.m. Right so on. we'll see Thursday night service could be uh, the staff sitting around yeah. for service, or it could be a ton of people. We don't really know. There's been like a really weird dynamic, like one week's like – uh, this was really awesome and incredible, and there's the room's full. Yeah. And then the next week's like, did we forget to announce it this week? You know, like <laughs> yeah. where where is everybody? Yeah. Um, but no matter what, they've been a really cool uh, service. And if you can't make it on Sundays, it's a great opportunity awesome. to go on yeah. Thursday nights. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, well, let's talk a little bit about Sunday. We finished our series uh, mm-hmm. the previous week, which we just called Kingdom Builders. That was the yeah. name of the series. It ended with Vision Sunday, which we talked about last week and felt like that went really well. So, this mm-hmm. Sunday was kind of a weird Sunday because we started a series yeah. on relationships. But, but it was also Pledge Sunday where we were kind of almost capping the end of the previous yeah. series as like it's time to respond. Yeah. Um, just curious your thoughts on the vision the vision slash pledge portion of Sunday. Yeah, I you know, I purposely don't look. So I don't know who came forward and who didn't. I don't yeah. I you know what I mean? I in my imagination everybody did extraordinary things. I, I I have no numbers. I don't want any numbers. Yeah. Uh, what was pledged? It's going to be the entire month of February, so it, it's a little hard to comment on that part of it, right? You know, but I, I think I think if we'd have done the pledge cards the week before, uh, we would have had probably twice the response, whatever the response was. <laughs> but I think over the course of the year, that we, was impossible for service, we, by the way, to have twice the response. That <laughs> <we had. laughs> yeah, I, it, it would have been half as much as far as being able to fulfill those things because it was an yeah. emotional moment. So right. We've had people say, "Man, you should you should you should strike while the iron's hot." It's like it's, giving's not that way. It's, yeah. You know, 
you should ask her to marry you when you're in love. It's like, well, marriage is different than asking her to marry. Right. Like you, right. there's a deeper commitment to this. So I, I don't know what commitments were made, but I, I really have no regrets about waiting that week to give people that opportunity. And now, the the successive weeks moving into the rest of February, we'll announce whatever the totals are in March. But yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit every Sunday between now and then. But I, yeah, I, I think I have no regrets, and I have nothing but uh, but good memories of. Yeah. February. So I got the uh, the privilege to uh, we had staff kind of standing at the front holding yeah. the the buckets as people right. were giving their pledges. So first service I was up here in the studio, but second service I got to be one of the people standing up front, and uh, it was just really cool to see yeah. the response. And then uh, I think my favorite part was there was a girl that was probably like seven or eight years old Aww. walked up there with her mom, yeah. pulled a bunch of change out of her pocket, Come like on, in stuck a, it in the bucket, and just opened it up and just poured all of the change. <laughs> it was like it was like she was there last week, saw it, and was like, "I yeah. want to give to that." And her Aww. mom just kind of held her hand. She had a her mom had like a pledge card that she put in as yeah. well. But yeah. it was just cool to see like a little eight year old wow. girl. Like uh, wow. it really is that like the the Bible story of like the the woman with the two pennies yeah. that's like I'm giving all that I had she like everything that was in her bag and I don't know if she had a ton more money at home she had another right. bag and she took out her 10% right. and put it in there if that was everything <laughs> that she had but it was everything she had in the bag and it right. was really cool to just see um first of all her mom setting the example that we do this as a family right but then also just seeing her respond to it that's she neat. could have easily been in you know, and elevate or right. somewhere. Maybe she was even younger than that. I don't really know. I'm, I'm yeah. hard at, at, uh, gauging ages of children, but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just really cool to see her, uh, participate in that. And it was all ages. It was yeah. kids as young as seven or eight. And I had a lady that was probably in her eighties wow. that were also giving. So it's just cool to yeah. see every generation of our church that is cool. Coming together. I'm sorry I missed that part of it. I, I don't look because what I'm there to do that day after that's over with is to preach the gospel. Yeah. A, especially on this topic of forgiveness. Right. I just I, I couldn't I couldn't be distracted by good or bad things. Yeah. And and do that well. So I just right. chose to sing the song and look at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of nerves there too, I'm sure, because it's like it, yeah. you were casting vision for the whole month. Yeah, so right. Did like, anybody hear me? Please I'm let our people get out. this. Please yeah. let our people get this. Yeah. And first service wasn't overwhelming. Was it? Everybody got this. And they make it sound like second service wasn't. So, like, no, second service, first service was like the entire buildings in Unity were doing yeah. this together. I haven't asked anybody about uh, this, by the way. So yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, it's, it's married couples holding hands coming up with yeah. one card. Second service was like it's a married couple, but one of them's going to go up and put the card in. Gotcha. So there were more people that weren't an active participant in it. But they were probably still participating yeah. overall. So I'm I'm excited to see the numbers. I'm excited just yeah. for the year in Kingdom Builders to see that um, we did so much, so many good things in 2019. Yeah. And so to be able to go look at what we can do in 2020 is going to be exciting. Our regular giving, the congregation gave over a thousand dollars a day. Yeah, that we got to put to use in the kingdom. A thousand dollars a day. Just imagine that you had a thousand dollars a day to do to do good in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? What would you do? That was the question we got to ask last year. Yeah. So it's and I think that was just like sure people say like, well, you didn't ask before, and now you're asking. There's yeah. that ask, but I think a lot of it's just vision, like talking yeah. about yeah, what sure. what where that money's going. It's not going to light bills. It's going to feed kids in Haiti. It's going to send our kids to youth <clears throat> camps. You know, yeah. there's just the constant. We're constantly talking about the vision of Kingdom Builders and where that money's yeah. going. And I think that, that people just get excited about right. that. And on any given week, we get to report back. You know, this is what happened this last week. Yeah. The hard part is not finding something. The hard part is finding the one story out of the dozens of stories. That, right. 
Right. Like to be, you know, just feel like the Lord puts his blessing. Yeah. yeah. And and my prayer for the day was just unity, <laughs> that we would all be together, united, yeah. doing the same thing. And uh, it just felt like that. It felt cool. like there wasn't any uh, friction in the room or yeah. anything like that. It felt Not like until I talked about what Jesus said about unforgiveness. Yeah, yeah. No, well, <laughs> that's a good transition now to talk about the second part. Because we went from, like, celebratory, unity, excited, to, like, you could hear a pin drop yeah. in the room. Second service, I didn't sit in first service. I heard it was quiet. Yeah. Second service was, like, I was afraid to cough because that would have been too loud. You know, right. like, yeah. it was just. Very different for us. Man, like, uh, completely different. Like The last whole series was, like, yeah. hooray, like, excited, let's yeah. go change the world. And this was like, I can't change the world until I forgive my next door neighbor that I've been yeah. mad at for the last 15 years. Right. So um, let's talk about that part. Just how, yeah. how you thought the first week of that series went. You know, I, I think it's a it's the perfect place to start, and it's an awful place to start. Yeah. Because anytime you talk about forgiveness, you're talking about dying to yourself, abandoning your rights, surrendering. Uh, you know, I mean, when you talk about forgiveness, it, it's when you talk about what Jesus said about unforgiveness, it is sobering because unforgiveness is not an unnormal, unnatural part of our lives. Yeah. We we protect ourselves by reminding ourselves what others have done to us. And mm-hmm. it, it'll never happen again if I never let this go. I'll hurt them by I'll hurt them back by never letting it go. It's yeah. just all the lies that are so natural that Jesus really contradicts with truth and then makes it such an extreme risk. If you do not forgive, your heavenly father will not forgive you. Yeah. Um, turn the guy over to jailers to be tortured. This is how your heavenly father will treat each of you if you do not right. forgive your brother and sister from your heart. Like, yeah. man, if you're getting ready to offer your gift and there remember your brother has something against you, you know, leave your gift, go make things right. right. Like there's... There's such a premium on not polluting the flow of relationship yeah. in Scripture. People don't right. realize it's it's about not cussing, not chewing, and not running mm-hmm. with girls to do. It's like, no, it's about loving yeah. your neighbor, loving God and loving your neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you did, you, sh- you did the portion of Scripture, the Lord's Prayer, yeah. and that just felt like there was like, I've heard it a million times, but it was almost like this fresh revelation of like the context that we're talking about. Right. I always think of like the how are we supposed to pray? But I don't think about like the forgiveness portion yeah. of that. And I don't know why, but that really stuck with me. Like there's yeah. the power of like really asking God, like, do I have any forgive any unforgiveness in my right. heart? And like, do I need to go talk to anybody? <laughs> it's and crazy. It's hard. We, we decide the measure that is used against us in judgment. Yeah. Like, the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Right. We decide, I mean, we're the only thing I can think of. Like we actually, you go into court, you say, okay, listen, I, I know I stole a car and I lied and I ran from a cop and I got in a car accident and I was drunk when I did it, you know, but I, I'm going to decide how I'm judged. Yeah. Like no one does that. Right. Here we literally decide right. the measure to which we'll be judged by limiting the measure to which we judge others. Yeah. It's nuts. Right. I know I was speeding, but I've donated a lot of money this year. Yeah. <laughs> so my ticket's less than somebody that donated no money this year, yeah. you know, like that's basically what's happening. It's just yeah. the, the, your your actions. Um, yeah. When when you're planning a series out, like you knew you're going to speak on relationships, yeah. do you purposefully like this one's going to be heavy and hard? I'm going to do this one first. Like whenever you're thinking about something like that, not. I mean, not that conscious. I don't think. No. I, yeah. I think it was just. It, Did be, you even realize it was going to be as heavy as it was whenever you whenever you wrote it? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because if you're just, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about death. Well, how do you make that fun? Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about divorce. Well, let's just lighten that up a little bit with some humor. It's right. like it doesn't. These are painful things, we're, and we're going to talk about something that's just as painful as those two things. Only it's not 
it's not against somebody. It's what we do for people that are against us. It's yeah. it's one of the extreme examples of love that we are commanded to live in Scripture. So it's it's. I mean, people say, well, that's just weakness. You're just letting him walk all over. He's like, well, you try forgiving. Let's see if, we'll see what it takes right. to forgive. Right. We'll see who's strong and who's weak. It's, yeah. You have right. to people have People say that aren't greater. forgiving people in their lives. They say that yeah. forgiveness is showing weakness. It's actually showing strength. Yeah. First person of the cross wins. Yeah. Amen. You know, it's funny. Again, taking Jesus at face value, what he says multiple times in multiple places in multiple gospels, mm-hmm. if we don't forgive, we're not forgiven. So let's, at the end of the message, you're here today, you have somebody you need to forgive. 70% of the congregation raises their hand. Yeah. So I, I go, I'm, I'm glad I did. Right. I, I, because, I mean, again, if we're taking what Jesus is saying literally, and I believe we should, that means 70% of the people that walked in to worship God that day were not in a right relationship with him. Yeah. I don't know how to define that. I don't know what their, what their hand went up meant. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what they were repenting of. I don't know how deep the unforgiveness was. I really don't know. But I, if, if again, if you're not forgiving, you're not forgiven. And 70% of, a, of a, what I believe to be a wonderful congregation of wonderful people that love Jesus said, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of that yeah. line. Like, this is not something we need to talk about once a year or once every five years. Right. So we're going to talk about marriage. We have to talk about forgiveness. We're going to talk about God. We have to talk about forgiveness. Yeah. We're going to talk about anybody. It's the only reset button we're given to take us back into the garden, back into the kingdom, back into God's plan for our life. And without yeah. it, we're just off the res, man. Isn't it so, it's so countercultural, too? Like, yeah. It's it's a society where the victim is the strongest person in the room. So why yeah. would I ever want to forgive somebody for what they did to me? Because yeah, I have point. the power because I'm the victim. So can you imagine like a Donald Trump apologizing to one of his yeah. one of his uh, people that's racing against him for presidency, or the other way yeah. around? I can because I voted for him. So he's a good man, <laughs> and you just misjudged him. You Bernie Sanders fan. You know, I'm kidding. Forgive no, me. I'm just joking. I'm just. It's a joke. Have yeah. No, I, I think family after me. There are, there are legit <laughs> there are legitimate people that have done incredible things doing exactly the opposite of what Jesus said to do. Yeah. The problem is, man, that, that has to be repented of. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, and it's that root too, right? Yeah. Like as yeah. soon as somebody comes into power and not saying President Trump or just right. anybody in your life that has that role, if it's a manager, if it's a boss, yeah. that you see how they came to power was by having this unforgiveness and yeah. by stabbing people in the back. It's like, yeah. well, if I want to do anything in life, I need to do those same things. Yeah. And it's so like counter to what the Bible says, it but is. it's so prevalent in society today. Yeah. You look at the great heroes of, of the past. I mean, in recent history, people not, I'm not talking about, you know, American history way in the back or yeah. biblical history, but the Martin Luther Kings and Mother Teresa's, the Gandhi's, you know, the things they have in common <clears throat> is the harder people hit them and, and eventually executed some of them, the more they just they just gave back love. Like it's yeah. And and Gandhi's not a Christian. Right. You know what I mean? So we can't put that in there. I, I I'm not gonna speculate on Mother Teresa. Her theology's off, but I don't I, how do you look at that heart and say, Well, that's of the devil. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You uh, don't. Uh, Martin Luther King, you know, I Baptist theology, I assume he's born uh-huh. again and so forth. So I but the thing that made them amazing was not that that they could take a blow is that they could take a blow and not return it. Right. That's that's strength, man. Yeah. And that's exactly what Jesus said. If someone strikes you on one cheek off from the other, uh-huh. and it, it shows the cruelty and the injustice of the one that's striking you. Yeah. It's embarrassing to be on, on the receiving end of that revelation. Like right. Great Britain <clears throat> left India not because they were done with India. They, they left because they were ashamed. They In front of the world, they had done such shameful things to the Indian people that they left. Yeah. You know, racism in the South with Martin Luther King. Yeah. Just keep going. So we... We have this amazing power that trumps evil called mm-hmm. mercy. 
So yeah. whatever I've done to God, he's trumped it through mercy. Whatever right. someone has done to me, you know, may I, may I do the same. May I trump what they've done to me in form of evil with, with a greater authoritative act called forgiveness that, yeah. that erases it. Yeah. It's, it's greater than. Right. Yeah. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that sermon, I would just highly encourage you to go back and listen to it. Um, and you can hear the crowd or the lack of the crowd. It's just <laughs> complete silence for Crickets. most of it. And then like Pastor already said, at the end of service, we did kind of an altar call, but it was a nobody close your eyes, keep your eyes open. Yeah. Nobody your head. Yeah. 75% of the room saying, yes, I need to, I need to forgive somebody. Yeah. And uh, I think that like you're saying, it's just something that we should be talking about constantly because there's power in forgiveness. And yeah, there's, yes. it's like, you're you're making the other person feel better, but you're giving yourself so much freedom that you didn't even know that you were lacking until yeah. you just really don't have any unforgiveness in your in your heart. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple more minutes left, okay. so let's talk about next week in the series. We're, we're pioneering. Yeah, uh, we're going to do something we have never done before to this level. Yep, and that is we are partnering with Awaken Church in Napa, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Pastor Adam Cook. And uh, he taught at his church last Sunday, as we taught here at our church last Sunday. Our teaching will be played on their Jumbotron in Napa, and their teaching will be played starting Thursday night here in Fenton, and then 9 o'clock and 11.30. So um, people say, I don't know if I want to watch recording. It's like a podcast. Like, you should come. You should come and see it. Because we did do this once before with a Thursday night service, played it on Sunday morning. Correct. Second service. I was going to catch a plane to Italy. And it it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, it was not... People forget right away what it is. Um, yeah. A screen that is brighter, bigger, and bolder than a, a living person could ever be is is a great medium to yeah. to project on. So I, we, you should you should come see it because yeah. if this works again, it's an experiment. But if this works, it allows us to network so effectively yeah. with ministries that we already are right. brothers and sisters with. Um, so come up be a yeah. part of something that's never happened before. You could say you were there on that Sunday, right. that Thursday. And I, I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, and I think the cool thing that you didn't mention is that while we're watching their service, they're going to be watching yeah. ours from last week. Yeah. So it's not like a, why are we listening to Pastor Adam? It's like, no, they're listening to to yeah. us and ours. It's like really a co-teaching We're joining series. the congregations together across the nation. Yeah. You know? and, and I think, too, you know, live worship, live announcements, yep. live, I mean, everything's normal, but then when it's teaching time, it'll, there'll be a short introduction. Yeah. The video will play for 30 minutes or however right. long it takes, and then at the end yeah. of that, we'll come back up and we'll close it out with some decisions. Right. And if you haven't been around for that long and you're like, A, I don't know who Pastor Adam is, <laughs> yeah. or B, he's not Pastor Jim, so I don't want to hear him preach. Just give them one opportunity. One chance. <laughs> yeah. Just give them one and you'll be like, oh, I'm going to move to Idaho actually yeah. now. You know? yeah. I'm old enough to um, be his father, yeah. but I've learned more about being a father from him. Yeah. I, I'm, I've been his friend since he was a boy, yep. but he's taught me more about friendship and modeling it. The depth of relationships that he has developed through the years, it's... You're not going to find a better person to teach on on friendship relationships, which is what he's yeah. doing. Yep, his friendship relationships. Right. He he really sets a bar high. Yeah, and uh, you'll love him. Yeah, I listen to it because they do a live stream of their service, yeah. so I listen to it um, already, and it's awesome. I think it goes great with what we've already been talking about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're not going to want to miss it. And like Pastor was already saying, I promise, as soon as it starts, five minutes into it, you're going to forget that you were looking at a screen. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to feel like a normal Sunday morning yeah. service. So be a part of that. Um, our time is up. Okay. So Thursday, 6.30 p.m., Sunday, 9 and 11.30, we continue our relationship series. Like Pastor already said, we're pioneering. It's a new thing that we're yeah. trying. And uh, if it works, it's awesome because it just frees up 
uh, if it frees up our pastor to be able to dream and scheme about other things, but it also just allows us to partner with other churches right. around High the quality country. ministry. Yeah. yeah. The best voices we know to speak to the, the hardest topics we're going to yep. bring in this way. Yeah. yeah. So don't miss it Thursday and Sunday. And until then, we will talk to you again next week. Have a great week. <laughs>